one at a time into the water. The tunnels were pulled too thin to hold anything at all. The phone and electrical lines snapped, requiring sixth burrowers to revert to archaic technologies, most of which resembled children's toys. They used magnifying glasses to reheat their carryout. <laughs> they folded important documents into paper airplanes and threw them out of one office building window and into another. Those fireflies and glass jars, which had once been used merely for decorative purposes during the festivals of the leap, were now found in every room of every apartment, taking the place of artificial light. The very same engineers who dealt with the leaning tower of Pisa were brought over to assess the situation. It wants to go, they said. <laughs> well, what can you say about that, the mayor of New York asked, to which they replied, there's nothing to say about that. Of course, they tried to save it, although save might not be the right word, as it did seem to want to go. Maybe detain is the right word. Chains were moored to the banks of the islands, but the links soon snapped one at a time. Concrete foundations were poured around the perimeter of the sixth borough, but they too failed. Harnesses failed, magnets failed, even prayer failed. Young friends whose string and tin can phone extended from island to island had to feed more and more string as if letting kites go higher and higher. It's getting almost impossible to hear you, said one young girl from her bedroom in Manhattan as she squinted through a pair of her father's binoculars, trying to find her friend's window. I'll holler if I have to, said her friend from his bedroom in the sixth borough, aiming last birthday's telescope at her apartment. The string between them grew incredibly long, so long it had to be extended with many other strings tied together. The wind of his yo-yo, the pull from her talking doll, what had fastened his father's diary, what had kept her grandmother's pearls around her neck and off the floor, what had separated his great uncle's childhood quilt from a pile of rags. Contained within everything they shared with one another were the yo-yo, the doll, the diary, the necklace, and the quilt. They had more and more to tell each other and less and less string to add to the nearly taut phone. The boy asked the girl to say, I love you, into her can, giving her no further explanation. And she didn't ask for any or say, that's silly, or we're too young for love, or even suggest that she was saying, I love you, because he asked her to. Her words traveled the yo-yo, the doll, the diary, the necklace, the quilt, the clothesline, the birthday present, the harp, the tea bag, the table lamp, the tennis racket, the hem of the skirt he one day should have pulled from her body. The boy covered his can with a lid, removed it from the string, and put her love from him on a shelf in his closet. Of course, he could never open the can, because then he would lose its contents. It was enough just to know that it was there. Some, like that boy's family, wouldn't leave the sixth borough. Some said, why should we? It's the rest of the world that's moving. Our borough is fixed. Let them leave Manhattan. How can you prove someone like that wrong? And who would want to? For most sixth borrowers, though, there was no question of refusing to believe the obvious, just as there was no underlying stubbornness or principle or bravery. They just didn't want to go. They liked their lives and didn't want to change. So they floated away, one inch at a time. All of which brings us to Central Park. 
Central Park didn't used to exist where it now does. It used to rest squarely in the center of the sixth borough. It was the joy of the borough, its heart. But once it was clear that the sixth borough was receding for good, that it couldn't be saved or detained, it was decided by New York City referendum to salvage the park. The vote was unanimous. Even the most obdurate sixth borrowers acknowledged what had to be done. Enormous hooks were driven through the easternmost grounds, and the park was pulled by the people of New York like a rug across a floor <laughs> from the sixth borough and on to Manhattan. Children were allowed to lie down on the park as it was moved. This was considered a concession, although no one knew why a concession was necessary or why it was children to whom this concession must be made. The biggest fireworks show in history lit the skies of New York.